what's going on what's going on i am so excited because we are back and yes this is your host miss august and welcome to simple beauty the podcast where we are here to explore examine and enlighten ourselves in the ever-changing evolution of beauty and we're not going to sit here and just talk about makeup all day girl uh-uh. we are here to make ourselves over from the inside so let's get ready for some tomfoolery some truth some theories some tea some tricks and also some triggers child because this episode might do it for you i was hanging out with my instagram and facebook live audience a little after the unicorn tales had ended this week and it was so funny because we weren't going to talk about this exact topic for another couple of weeks but this just feels like it's going to trump it because we got in such an awesome conversation if you don't see us we're live every wednesday at 7 p.m if somebody does not come in and take over facebook and instagram but maureen dowd said the minute you settle for less than you deserve you get even less than you settled for and then the late great coco chanel said the most courageous act is to still think for yourself aloud this episode is only about choosing yourself first and it's going to be a great one but before we get there because we're not there yet let's get into some unicorn tales welcome to unicorn tales you guys i am so excited because i am not here by myself that part I am here with my Facebook live audience and also my Instagram live audience who have been cutting up well before this. And if you haven't heard, we are live each and every Wednesday. We are here for all of the discord and disbelief of unicorn tales. What are unicorn tales you add? We don't know if they exist. Neither do we know are these stories true. With that being said, everything at Unicorn Tales, child, it's a legend. And we're going to get started with something real simple and sweet. Because you know I like to start off on a good note. With that being said, Aldi. Do you guys go to Aldi? You shop at Aldi? Are you down to the Aldi's, child? I've never been. Have I? Nope. My mother goes, though. Down to the Aldi. Apparently, Aldi is going fully organic. They are banning pesticides. And what's down to what's being said to the unicorn tails, they saying that Whole Foods is the healthiest grocery store, but Aldi is giving very much of competitive teas. What y'all feel about that? I am excited because I can be on the, I, I can be going to Aldi. Aldi is giving very much of affordable. Aldi, my friend, is giving very much of you're going to pay for this cart for 25 cents and we're going to give it back to you. But we just need to make sure that you're not going to ride our cart up and down the street because we know where we are set and we are know where we are planted. Child, baby, listen to me. Aldi is not playing with y'all. They're not playing with y'all. They said we are going fully organic and mind your business. They said they are removing they are removing and also expanding some of their organic food brands because if it's quiet as it's kept, some people that say they're organic, they only pay for that organic label, but they don't really be organic, but they pay for it because they want to sell more. They said they are removing some. They didn't say all, oh, child, so you might still be able to get your chips, ahoy. You might still be able to get your Funyuns. You might still be able to get your Doritos, but what they are saying is about their fresh food that they are removing some of the artificial ingredients and in the products that, and they're just going to add more that says that they're gluten-free and they're going to remove like some of the synthetic colorings. And listen, I'm excited. All that MSG, hold it. 
Aldi is giving very much of. It's fresh. It's giving Whole Foods. It's giving same price. Quiet as it's kept. I do think their price is going to go up a little more. But I think it's worth it because I think that Aldi's are more set up in. They're more set up in like the communities that are poorly judged. And honestly, they're set up in the communities that don't have as much as the others, but they do have the food stamps. Listen, Aldi is smart. Aldi is smart. Aldi is smart. They're saying we're in the ghetto, but we're not going to be of the ghetto anymore. Child, listen, the way it's set up, they're going to be one. Listen, I'm excited. I'm excited. This story got me up a little bit because I'm like, Aldi, I would have never even thought to go in an Aldi. Why? Because I've been a Safeway girl my whole life. I've barely stormed John unless they're giving 10 for 10. I've barely, like, I don't do that. I'm a Wegmans girl. I'm a Safeway girl. I'm a shopper's hoe for child. I don't play with shoppers. But I'm excited. I'm not even a Trader Joe's girl. And Danny is saying on Facebook Live that they are owned by Trader Joe's or Whole Listen, the reality is I'm excited that you said that because it's given very much of you own them, step their game up. And I'm excited. But I'm going to move on because I love that you guys have said that you are with Audi doing this healthy development. I'm excited about that. Like, I think that is so enriching. I think that's so awesome for our community. I think it's great, but we about to get into some deeper. Me- Child! Child, I'm going to save the last story for the last story. But we're going to go to Lauren Hill because apparently, y'all know who Lauren, is, Lauren Hill is. Y'all know who she is. Zion. Beautiful, beautiful Zion, her joy. Y'all know who you, y'all know who Lauren Hill is, child. Apparently, she's down to the blogs because she has saved her New Jersey home from a one million dollar tax floor coach. Now let me tell you something because y'all know Lauren Hill was just on house arrest. Listen, if y'all don't know, oh, I just told y'all that's cool. That's cool. Y'all don't know. Y'all don't know the Lauren Hill was just on house arrest because, child, she ain't pay her taxes. But with that being said, her house was down to the taxes in the foreclosure, too. And I'm excited because I don't like to see nobody down. Although she is late to each and every concert, although she cannot get my money because I'm a timely girl and I don't have time for nobody not to be on time for my money and I'm paying not only a nanny, but I'm paying somebody for my sanity and you gonna sit up here and play with all of my emotions and you gonna be three hours late to listen. Apparently, she owned a 5,000 square foot home in New Jersey. She still does because she settled nearly a $1 million tax debt. And she was sued by whatever realty company she bought it through for non-payment. She was, they, they were sick of her. They said they was putting her out of her home. Why? Listen, child, the people are still coming to see you. Pay your things. Pay all of your things. And baby, very much of, Lauren Hill was giving very much of, oh, no. Oh, no, they're going to dismiss this case because they did. And the company said that they were able to make a deal outside of court for her taxes. And I just want to applaud Lauren Hill because, listen, just like a thief in the night, just when you think she's not showing up to get on stage, she come three hours late. This is nothing but that. And I'm excited about it. Lauren Hill gets to keep her house. She got kids. Y'all better get excited 
Oh, y'all being messy. Y'all are being messy, Facebook. Facebook, we're not going to be messy. We are excited because in 2018, you know, she she pulled another stunt because she's always late to all of her concerts. And so since D.C. wasn't, you know, in the United States was given very much of, child, we're not about to give you no more our money because you always late. You always late. They said we're not giving you no more money, Lauren Hill. The thing about it is, Miss Hill said, I'm taking my things overseas to the European people. And guess what they did? They was buying her tickets. Child, she was late there too. With that being said, she had a she 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 got an awesome development because she paid like under a half a million dollars for a property in 1997. You know, when the Fuji was on a poppy in Zion and giving very much of all the things that we like down to our spins of Lauryn Hill, she gave very much of almost a half a million dollars for a property. And now it's estimated to worth, you know, it's just, it's worth about over a million now. And so she was almost about to lose that property. She ended up working a deal outside of court. I just want to give her a round of applause. Because she was down, but she wasn't out. That part. Listen, Danny said, come on, house. That's all I want y'all to do is celebrate us. Celebrate us in our fullness and in our joy. Y'all over here hating on Instagram. I'm not saying nothing that they said. Everybody saying, hi, you're late. Listen, listen. I'm excited about Lauren Hill getting to keep her home for her children, one. And then two, being able to settle her debts. And Prince over here on Facebook said, no shade, because she turned, child, you know she be late. She'd be late. And I always tell my husband, I would love because let me tell you something before I go. I would love because I haven't been able to see Michael Jackson in concert. I've never been able to see Whitney Houston in concert just because the timing of their deaths and things like that. I wasn't able to see them. And that made me so sad. It made me so sad because I'm fans of this. But Lauren Hill was also another one of those people who I would have awesomely loved to see. But her reputation is too bad. And, child, I'm going with your reputation. I'm going to keep my corn child. I got other things that I need to pay. Anyway, let's move on. I'm glad you guys on Facebook is as excited as I am. I want to talk about NeNe Leaks. We're going to talk about her, but we're not going to stay on her too long because I have two more stories that I want to get through, and I don't want to make hot topics too long. But let's talk about NeNe Leaks. Nene Licks told her ex-friend Cynthia Bailey that she's sneaky and she's underhanded. What y'all think? I'm scared. Because once I clicked on this link, because I mind my business down to the weeks, child. I got dinner to make. Y'all see me. I have dinner to make. I have things. I have clothes to iron. I have businesses to run. And I have things to be worried about other than the blogs. So I get my news how I get my news. But this makes me sad because I am a fan of Nene Leaks. I love Cynthia also. I love Portia. I think Candy. I like Candy. I like all of them. It's child. The new housewives throw them away. I want Phaedra to come back quiet as his cat, but we gonna listen. Nene's still going off about her closet. Now, see, now this this is old to us because you know that they already recorded all of these things. But Cynthia and Nene has had First of all, Nene has she's she has fallen out from each and every one of her castmates 
down to the housewives of anybody's Atlanta. But I'm going to give her 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 just due because she has been the longest running castmate outside of Candy. And Candy ain't fell out with everybody just a few at a time. Listen, it's mess. Apparently, the story broke the leaks, fell out with Bailey after an upcoming episode, which will air next week, showed that Bailey tried to scheme against Nene on the cameras when they was rolling. So the story is that she unfollowed everybody. Nene unfollowed everybody. And I listened to her 11 minute live and it was given very much of. Oh, child, you know, I'm just not going to fool with anybody. Uh, they are just my castmates. They are just going to be my co-workers. And that's it. What you guys think about that? Because I have my opinion, but I'll let you guys go first. Um, Mom Jackie said that she believes it. Prince said, <laughs> Prince said, let them, child, needed, they didn't want, Nene, Nene didn't want them in her closet. That's what the whole story stemmed from. But the blogs are giving very much of Portia is insinuating that Nene touched her in the closet. There were four people in the closet, Portia, Cynthia, um, Marlo, and Candy. Nene's saying that they assumed that she touched her. And she said she told her on a reunion, this, that, and the third. We're going to wait till this story dissolves, but I love Nene. I do. I love her personality. I love the boldness in herself that she has ascertained. I love that she loves herself so much that she couldn't, she wouldn't dare care about what you guys think about her. Although I'm thrown off because everybody keeps talking about some, she's the bad seed in the group. She's been in the longest child. I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave this story be because the good news is, is that if you live in the area, which all of you may may do, except for like the exception of a few of you guys, she's opening up a swag boutique in the MGM. I want to support her. I want to continue to support black business. I have a black business. My husband has a black business. Child, the families of the families have. Let's just support her and figure it out because Jackie said she has the right. If it's her house, she tell you where to go. But listen to this, mom. And let's just go ahead and clear this up. And then we'll figure it out after the reunion. We won't talk about this no more after the reunion. But she don't unfollow everybody. And just like Mon Jackie said, Mon Jackie said that it's her house and so she can do whatever she do. I feel that. And I also feel that you've been bragging about your closet for umpteen years to Candy. And Candy is giving very much of, child, let's go in there. And... It's rude, it's obnoxious, it's disrespectful. However, however, you still don't have a right to say that you're going to dismantle all of these relationships because of a feeling that you allowed. At the end of the day, everybody loves Nene, but we sometimes always displace ourselves with our discord. So I just want to be partial now. I watched the reunion child. Apparently her closet was a mess. She didn't want them people in there. I understand that. Don't walk around my house. It's disrespectful. It's nasty. It's distasteful. Sit your behind right there. I'll offer you water. And if I want you to be thirsty, then that's what you'll be too. However, I just thought since you opened the door up for them to come into your room, you offer the cameras to come into your room. You just need to come off a bit more mild manner about how the situation has dissolved itself. That's all. We're going to move on. This is Unicorn Tales. 
Everything we say here was and is alleged, child, because don't sue me, sue yourself for being yourself. Let's end it here and let's move on. So honestly, the choice of yourself is secretly what most people would think to never do. We grow up seeing our memons and grandmas and moms sacrifice so much for others and sacrifice so much for their children due to the decisions that they made and also the complacencies that they always saw in themselves but never really identified them with us and you know that is almost a domineering space because choosing you didn't look like it should have looked because they were so selfless in their acts And I grew up in church where acts of kindness and finding empathetic gestures like love and selflessness, like I said, was just how we knew that God was not only proud of us and how we were carrying ourselves, but his light was also shining upon us because we are doing the act of God. And while later in life, I realized, in my opinion, that those were just actionable sympathies, honestly. Just to make sure that I was being taught earlier and early enough, I feel like that is why it was taught. But being great to yourself and being great for others is like an awesome way to be. But I don't think it's the best way to be if you're not true to yourself first. And as I grew older, I found myself rearing my children, literally rearing my children in the same likeness. Do I think anything is wrong with that? Absolutely not, because the act of empathy and the act of selflessness is so few far in between as it pertains to how millennials look once our parents had children and they got to rear their children. So with that being said, church has just really reassured me. And when you're a young adult, like it's real easy to just be fickle and go with what the crowd says go and do what the crowd says do. But the reality is you don't realize when you get a, a adult adult and you get real people bills that you put everybody in front of you except for you. So you didn't have the choice to choose yourself as a young adult because you weren't reared in the lighting and the footing of God, honestly. And that's just how I feel. So you're like trapped or stuck in all of these honestly overexposed experiences and that's just where you are and so I told you guys I was a middle child and being a middle child presented me with certain circumstances that grew me in a special way earlier than other people and I didn't get a whole bunch of attention growing up in my household because I always had my own thing going on I was always in the project or down to the dance or up to the step and over to the cheerleading like I had a whole bunch going on for me that I really wasn't worried about what else was going on besides me because everybody else was doing that my mother just raised independent kids and I'm a loner at heart I enjoy solitude. I'm a homebody. I love my own peace. So exploring this topic about choosing me, it's it's extremely different for me. And I'll do a part two because I would really like to get a perspective of someone that has chose their self a little later in life because I feel like for me, all I had was me growing up. I wasn't neglected. Like my mom just wasn't overbearing in her rearing and teaching because I felt like she thought that I got it and 
I don't know if you're a middle child, if you're listening and you have a sibling that's a middle child and it's something about them that they just get it because they see their spoiled younger sibling or they see like their older sibling just getting it all. So they're like, you rear yourself as a middle child. And for real, for real, me and my mother was like, we both strong personalities. So she dealt with me real direct. And while I always put myself and my responsibilities like on the back burner, she always made me responsible for each and everything. Child, I think I was like, hey, let's just go ahead and get a story out the way. Because I got smart with her one day and said, you always making sure Coco hair done and you always got Baba hair um cut. That's my brother. And she told and I said, you don't do my hair enough, mom. She said, oh, okay, well, I'm going to get you this head right here, and you're going to do your own head since you got so much to say. <laughs> That's what she told me. And at that age, I began to have the decision made for me to choose myself because her doing my hair every two weeks wasn't enough for me. So I'm saying I want my hair to be laid and slayed, and child, you take it too long. And this is at eight. And I didn't realize that 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 is what I was doing, you know, choosing me first. I didn't realize that that was exactly what I was doing. But like I told you in earlier episodes, we live life forward, but we learn backwards. So you really don't even know what to conclude until you start thinking about all of those decisions and all those actionable gestures that you really didn't know that you had. So listen. I started doing my own hair and I started doing my own thing. I started making my own decisions. It just was what it was. And it was always all about me because everything else was all about who's older, who's graduating first, who's younger, who's crying more. So I just always had my own little footing. And for me, I feel like choosing yourself is really a self-awareing decision that you have to conclude in your own time and in your own way. And you can't expect that choice to be made for you. You can't expect to be catered to you. And it's not going to come as like, no, aha moment. Like it's not giving Oprah tease. It's given very much of a single decision that you make. And it all starts with self-care. I believe that. Now, if you are an expert out there, if you baby, if this is what you do and you do this nine to five or you do a 24 hours, listen, come and tell me, send me an email, say things about it. Because for me, choosing yourself first, first starts with self-care and it's purposeful. Although it's truly personal, it's really purposeful. And if you haven't found time to just choose you and start to exercise small steps in order to just dedicate more things, and it doesn't help when you're in relationships with others and then their likes and wants and needs saturates yours. And it saturates yours so much that you start to look at yourself and feel like that you aren't the, the friend that you need to be. And you start feeling guilty for your footing and how you have maintained such a loving and caring relationship with other people. But where did you choose you? Where did you say that it's not vanity? And I don't want you because I know when people look at me or they think about me, it gives vanity because I'm well kept. And I just told you my story about how I was eight and my mother's gave very much of, oh, I don't do your hair enough. You, At that point, I chose to just take care of me. I'm telling you, when I was eight, I took care of me. And I didn't know that that is what I was doing because after that, I started asking her, how do you bake chicken? How do you do this? Because I was hungry and she was at work. 
She was coming home to fix dinner, but I needed a late lunch. So the reality is, is I had to take care of me earlier. And so that is not everyone's story. And I'm not pushing that down your throat that you had to be like me or be and do the things that I've done because everyone has their own footing and placement in this world. But I'm just trying to get you to have some type of actionable gesture that you can just push yourself forward and push yourself into choosing you first. And even if you had those kids, quote unquote, like the old folks say, out of wedlock and you were a teenager and you were pregnant or you had to take on two or three jobs and you're a mom and you're listening and you ended up with four or five kids. And it's like, my whole life has been about them. I don't know how to choose me. These are just things. I'm just saying it's not vanity. It's a conscious effort of self-esteem. And that's, and that's period. Listen, it's, it, that's all I feel like it is. It's a conscious effort of self-esteem. We have so many broken relationships and unnecessary traumas that should have been avoided. And we chose others' hearts in front of our own. And we chose to put somebody else's love in front of our own love. And that's, that's a mess. And you're and you're adult now. You're trying to figure out, oh, I'm just going to go get my nails and feet done. That's all I need. That's not choosing you. That's keeping up maintenance, boo. So get get in the act of choosing you and start with your soul. Choosing you doesn't mean neglecting your responsibilities, like I said, as a parent or saying that, you know, I'm going to do me and that, that, that. Child, go ahead. That's immaturity. Don't wait until your heart is so broken and you done made up your mind that you're not going to be treated like that again to choose yourself because you have neglected yourself for so long. It's a selflessness and it's self-assuring to know that you deserve more and you are more. And so with that being said, you only get one you. Your daughter only gets one. Your son only gets one. Your uncle, he only gets one niece like you. Your mother's mother? Only get one grandchild like you, like you have, you deserve, you deserve. And so once I started making like a more conscious efforts on, you know, just choosing me and I became a mother and I do I knew for a fact, I didn't want to let myself go. And that's period. I knew I didn't want to let myself go and I didn't want to feel unloved by me because I know how much I have poured into me over the years, grooming myself, growing myself. My eyebrows were all the way from my chin to up over where the arch is supposed to be like I've groomed myself and grew myself and then me just having a newborn baby I'm just gonna be out here looking the crazy no absolutely not I chose me I deserve to choose me that doesn't mean I neglected my child it means that I made sure that while I was catering and nurturing this newborn I made sure that the veil of me still existed me becoming closer to myself me trusting my instincts, me cultivating those close relationships with my acquaintances, you know, just wanting to be more of myself always because you can lose yourself when it comes to childbirth. You can lose yourself when you get married. You can lose yourself when you start a new career. You can lose yourself when you get in school. You don't deserve to lose yourself. And it's not because you want to cater to yourself, but you always want to be connected to that small voice inside your head to say, August, you everything. Once you stop hearing that, that means you chose someone else. And I could share a story before I go because I want you guys to know that I get it and I understand. 
and I'm not being like I'm just this person who doesn't go through and grow through because let's just go ahead and keep it real funky. Listen, when I had wisdom, I had um I I had challenges and I'm fine with that. But a lot of my friends didn't know the challenges that I was going through because I'm not a secretive person, but I'm a personable person. So I feel like if I can handle things on my own, within my household, within my friendships, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to blast it here and blast it there. But listen, let's be clear. I had wisdom, you know, um, 10 years ago. He's about to be eight. And I just recently had a friend to tell me, August, ever since you had wisdom, I feel like you've been mean. I was taken aback because I know that I treated that person with like so much honesty and respect. And I shared so many of my fondest memories and, you know, all of my footing and all of the challenges that I went through being a newlywed, you know, working on four years of merge this year. Like I've, I've shared a lot with this person. We've grown together as, you know, frenemies. And so, I was just taken aback and a little bit confused a couple of months ago when they told me I was mean ever since I had wisdom. And I was so confused. And I said, so what do you mean that I was mean? Like, was I mean to you? Because I got concerned about us, me and my friend, and they ain't answer me. So I took it a step further because I'm an analytist. I, I child, listen, I wants to analyze things. So I said, listen, so... Did I do something that was mean to you? They didn't answer. And they said, I just feel like you changed. So we're talking about someone who I've loved for years, giving confusing criticism to me. And once we got off the phone, I started to self-reflect and took myself back and said, I'm trying to figure out how I could be viewed in that way when I know that my heart is pure, my intent is just to grow out frenemyship and along the way I just may have evolved and became and milestones in my life were happening that wasn't happening in my friend's life so I can understand why the emotions are not what they should be because we aren't experiencing the same types of emotions at the same time but I just wanted to make sure because I love this person like I love them dearly so I talked to my therapist child a couple of months ago and I you know I ran it down I let them know exactly what was going on what was said I needed to know how you feel about it because I'm confused and also I don't want to feel like I'm being judgmental because she judging me and I don't want to feel like she judging and then my 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 therapist said the sacrifice that you made in yourself She's not paying attention to. She's only paying attention to the sacrifices that you aren't making for her. She's worried about being selfish with you, being selfish with your emotions and being selfish with your old self. And it was such an awakening moment for me because I realized that I am my first choice and she don't get it because she not there yet. And I was good. Baby, listen, I'm good. So I just want to let you guys know that choosing you is important. Just get intrigued about you, become captivated by yourself, discover you in this newness, start growing beyond, be as interested in your friends as they are in you, cultivate those same type of things so that you guys can develop together. Stop putting those kids' mental needs in front of yours. Thank you. Mom and daddy need to be good. 
with no minimal help. Like everybody need to be at maximum capacity. Honestly, pamper yourself a little bit. Even if you got to go back like I used to do, I used to get the color book down to the Disney, down to the dollar store. I used to get the little 16 page coloring book and I used to color. I used to buy the biggest box of crayons and I used to sit there and color while my children nap. Why? Self choices. Things that I enjoy, things that I deserve, things that take me in a moment and bring me out a moment, but bring my whole life full circle because I'm choosing me first. Do things that make you smile from the inside. I believe wholeheartedly that we should just stop accepting any type of treatment from any and everybody. We need to be strong in our decision making and we need to mean what we say and say what we mean and not feel any type of scrutiny if we are judged for how we feel at that moment. And you are you are more than welcome to changing your mind, not in that moment, but afterwards after you reflected if someone said you were wrong. But in that moment, mean what you say, saying what you mean. Don't backtrack just to appease other people, just to make them feel good. Choose you. You deserve to be equally yoked with anybody in your life. You deserve to be purposeful with any person that you choose in your life and in your personal space. Become attracted to yourself so much that you just turn yourself on by yourself validation you don't need you are the validation figure out where you started with your good validation with your good selflessness with your good wholesomeness figure out where that started from you go back to that girl try to find her and then cultivate her on a more mature level you deserve that you deserve to make yourself the first choice and i'm done i'm done and i hope you got something from this because it freed me Let's move on, child, hey, to what burns me up. Please, please, please. Let me just let y'all know what's burning me up. Nope, I don't even need all of the music. Listen here. Let me tell y'all what's burning me up because it's just throwing me off because I'm sick and tired of calling. I'm sick of tired of calling anybody's establishment, anybody's place of business. I'm sick of calling any customer service representative line and you giving me the order. I don't want to talk to nobody automated. When I call your phone, you need to be human. And I don't understand with all these footings and robots. And they talk about, you can talk to me the same way you can speak to me in complete. I can't speak to you in complete sentences, boo. Because guess why? You ain't speaking to me. You just listening and dialing something down through algorithms. I'm sick of it. I want to talk to a real person when I call about my real bills and my real things. If I'm not paying you online down to the Wi-Fi, I don't want to. I, I don't want to deal with nothing automated. I feel like they should come on. Hey, thank you for calling Verizon Wireless. Hold, please, for a representative. Run me down, my representative. Where are the people that are talking? Because I'm talking back. I don't want to press 13 numbers. I don't want to keep hitting zero. Then you tell me that's the wrong number. Baby, you're wrong. You're automated. You're robotic. You're pissing me off. That's all I got to say. Where is the people? I'm for the people. Who you for? That's it. That's what's burning me up, child. I am so excited because you guys stayed to the end. And I just wanted to let you know, if you do not know, that Simple Beauty World is having its first eyelash application strip course. And the tickets are available at www.simplebeautyworld.com. 
and you click on events and you register yourself. There's one registrant per person. It's a free course. I'm giving it, giving you all of my professional insight and I'm giving you all of my professional take on how to just do tips and tricks on application and it's hands-on. We're going to have a high time. If you've never been to one of my events, welcome yourself to the first one. You're going to get your life. We're going to have hors d'oeuvres and mimosas and we're going to have a good high time in Simple Beauty World. Listen, thank you for listening to this week's podcast. I will see you next week this time at the same time and remember you can't put makeup on inner beauty so let's do the work i love you bye